Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Drop It Ease podcast. My name is Daniel Keenis. I am here with my co-host Frank Todd. Frank, how you doing today? Fucking exhausted, man. Just finished a fucking five-day work week with meetings at 6 a.m. every day. It was insane. Wait, why at 6 a.m.? It's when I had meetings, brother. It's when I had meetings. It's when I had to get stuff on the trucks. Wait, yeah, what do you do? I'm a, so I'm, I'm going to be a sales manager. So I'm going to go around to grocery stores and sell products to start. And then I'm going to have people who report to me and do it, do that. And then I'm going to have trucks. So basically I'm going to start off in training right now for like eight months and doing a sales role. And then I'm going to eventually have people reporting to me who go to grocery stores and sell the products. And I'll have like, tr- and I'll have like truck drivers from the company that I t- to have make the deliveries for me and stock the shelves. Because the company I work they saw they put their own product on the shelf instead of having the grocery store do it. So they're a hundred percent responsible for break. Damn, that's wild. Oh, Very wild. Are you gonna have an office? I mean, no, I'll have a desk and a name tag. That's a start. Fuck I don't it. need an. I don't need an office. I won't be in an be in an office that long. I mean, I between my days are like eight nine hours of work. I probably spend five or six of it. Out in the out in the field. Oh, that's wild. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's, I put a lot of mileage on my car this week. Yeah, that's gonna get kind of shitty. Will they pay for like all the insurance and shit? I get reimbursed for mileage. Okay, okay, that's not horrible. Yeah, I just gotta figure out how. I have to talk to my boss on Monday. And be like, yo, how do I do this? They're like, please help. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, well. Anyway, we have a lot to talk about today. Yeah, let's briefly start off by talking about the French Open. Uh, the men's French Open final didn't happen. It just didn't happen. It's useless. And it's... We had a woman win the French Open doubles and singles for the first time since 2000 in Kerchakova, which is great for her. She's the only winner of the French Open this year. And yeah, that's our French Open talk. All right. Well, yeah, the French Open kind of shitty. Anyway, it was a week ago. Nobody cares. Move it was along. very shitty, and the men's final never happened because I refused to accept the results. Exactly. Well, anyway, um, one of, and one of the biggest news that we have yet to talk about, the college football 12-team playoff could potentially be a thing. I want to say that for the end. I think that's a better thing to close with, in my opinion, because it's very juicy. It is very juicy, but, that means, I think... but that, that's how we get listeners to start, you know? Well, I was going to talk about – okay, fine, fine, fine. I was going to talk about the, the Sixers being the biggest choke artist ever in my for juiciness. Well, okay. they, I mean, like, they completely are. Like, they blew a 26-point no, no. We're, we're, we're going to talk about that at the end now. All right, wow. This so is the a 12 team playoff. Right Here's the thing is, the 12-team playoff is, as an entertainment point, great. Indiana will make the playoff next year. More teams will make it great. <laughs> it's not going to solve the problem that we want to solve by expanding the playoff. It's just going to be the same three. You're still going to have Ohio State, Clemson, and Alabama in the semifinals every year with one more because these teams have to play an extra game. And how if, they, if one of them upsets it, they have to play a third game before going to the finals instead of one of these teams to buy who would only play two. It's not going to change anything, in my opinion, Like. I mean, yeah, but it'll be still be pretty cool to have like a quarterfinal, like a first round. Well, I mean, game. yeah, I think it will too. I think eight is the team you need to do. Twelve is way too many. Do eight. No one gets. I like buys. twelve because because then you get well eight. You just get more more like different teams in it because the top four teams every year are kind of always the same. But 
for it the, needs to the be five in... through twelve are always different. I think it needs to be an even number though, so you don't have these buy advantages. Like the teams that you have buys are gonna have such a huge advantage that it'd be cool for like a year and a half, maybe two years, and like, oh, this is the exact same thing as the fourteen playoff, but I get an extra two I get an extra week of football. Great. I mean I'll take it. I'll take what I can get. But, I mean, the thing is, it's going to make the regular season shorter. It's going to put less importance on the other bowl games. So, in the end, it's still going to end up averaging out to the same amount of football, except you're going to have the same four teams in the semifinals every year just with them beating up on someone new in the quarters. Wait, that's actually an interesting point. Um, I wonder what the 12-team playoff is going to do to the – like the lower, like CUSA Sunbelt schools, who are sometimes paid top dollar to um to to lose to to lose basically, right? So like you have I'll, one one game that I initially thought of was like Idaho or Western Kentucky versus Indiana this year, and I'm sure IU's paying for those three Here, wins. I but I want to use a different you don't schedule those games. Which means that those schools might suffer financially from there being a twelve-team play. I agree, and I was going to bring up. I was going to bring up a historical <laughs> game. There's a good chance we don't see one of the coolest and most awesome upsets, in my opinion, in sports history. Appalachian State. Appalachian State beating Michigan. There's a good chance that never ha- game never happens, and Appalachian State would never win in this system because what's the point of Michigan putting one of those cupcake games on their schedule? Yeah, it's a win, but when you come down to twelve teams. With that large bid, strength of schedule matters. So it's going to end up being whatever team is from the best conference that year, which one of those teams has the best out of conference. Like, for also, example. Also, I bet, I bet after the 12 team, there might be a conference realignment. Because if you, if you get a team like Indiana, let's just say, right? Or like Northwestern, um, to where like they're in such a good division. Um, Indiana Northwestern. Indiana is never leaving the Big Ten. That's a dumb, dumb type. Well, I mean, you like you know, you know what I was like trying to say is I, I feel like teams that could make the top twelve in one conference um, might move What's... to a conference to where they, um, but again, have a lot better chance. It's like, yeah, but again, that's if they move to another conference, their strength of schedule is going to go down. And it's not going to matter for them. What yeah, I think losing, is the most likely situation... three games. I don't know. I think there might be more even conferences coming out. A three-loss Indiana would have gone in last year. That's the thing. you got to remember, the, there is a benefit and a curse to that strength of schedule. There is a – if your three losses are to Ohio State, Michigan, and then someone else good on a conference, you still have a shot at getting in because you're also going to have nine wins over nine quality teams. I don't think – I think the most likely thing to change is – more balance in the divisions within conferences. So, like, put put someone like Ohio State and Michigan on opposite sides of the Big Ten instead of the same one. Because, again, we've talked about this before. There's a good half of the Big Ten for football, and then there's Wisconsin just waiting to play the win. Well, it actually, that, that, that's not true. Northwestern's made the Big Ten championship two of the last three years. Okay, but let's be real here. It's Wisconsin to lose again this year, and it will be for the next couple of years. Wisconsin... Northwestern is good, but they're not as con- they're not going to be as consistent in the future as Wisconsin. Well, they've been pretty consistent. I, I grew up a Northwestern fan, so I'm like I'm I'm kind of a homer. But um, I no, wait, sense. they did not. Didn't Minnesota make it two years ago? No, 
I think it, P- it was Northwestern Ohio State twice. Northwestern almost won last year, and they were close to winning in twenty our sophomore year. I swear to God, I thought Minnesota made Minnesota. More. Minnesota's never made it, so it has only been from that com from that side. Um, it has only been Wisconsin, Northwestern, and Iowa. Well, uh, after the divisions were realigned, like there was, there was, no, Michigan State was in the other one. Um, there was like Nebraska, but Nebraska made it in early, early, early in their Big Ten, and like they haven't made it since. Um, first of all, um, okay, so no, Wisconsin, Minnesota got second year. I'm thinking of. And second of all, Wisconsin also made it three of the last five years. So, like I said, it's Wisconsin's to lose. Well, you can't say that because because it was Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Northwestern, Wisconsin, Northwestern. That doesn't prove that like it's Wisconsin's to lose. But I I will give you it. But it's been so there have been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Big Ten championships since the conference re-expanded. There have been there already Wisconsin, 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 Wisconsin. They are six of ten. One year was Ohio State, Michigan State, which is weird. Well, dude, because because there's um, different. Um, there was like remember like the legends and leaders division. Yeah, so going back to that, it's from 2011 to 2020, Wisconsin is 6 of 10. It is Wisconsin's to lose. Northwestern is competitive, but when you have over 50% of the Big Ten since the last realignment, you it is their team to lose, just like it's Ohio State's to lose every year. Ohio State's – I hate Ohio State football. So do I, but that's what we're talking about right now. We're talking about Wisconsin football. It is Why Wisconsin's half to Wisconsin lose. Football? Because I said it's their half to lose, and you disagreed with me, and I got stats to prove my point. Because that's a our podcast. Okay, well, do you know that when the last time Wisconsin beat Northwestern in football was? No, but again, like four great. years ago. Again, you had who <clears throat> that's great for Northwestern. They're still losing a lot of games in conference then, because Wisconsin has made three. Or they split the um, Big Tens in those four years, so that means Northwestern's still losing a lot of games. It's something against Northwestern football. It's just Wisconsin's to lose. Wisconsin's just like a premier program. They're just the, they, they're just like the big boys. They're okay, honest- if you any other conference, it's just, I think this is I think your Northwestern fandom speaking because any other conference, if a team was making fifty per, over fifty percent of the Big Ten or the uh, championships. You'd be saying it's theirs to lose. But, like, is is Wisconsin, like, consistently, like, the second best team in the in the Big Ten? No, because the second, third, fourth, and fifth best team, and that's why I went too many, because the other four good teams in the Big Ten are all on one side. Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, and Indiana are all in one half of the Big Ten. Uh, from from last year, yeah, I would I'd say that again. The year before, it wasn't Indiana, but again, it's still Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, and Penn State are always, always ranked Michigan as State, high, if not Michigan, higher. Michigan State's been shitty at football for the past few years, though. Yeah, but they always start top like fifteen. I don't know why. 
I don't know either. Well, I, I feel like that that's one thing that pisses me off about college football is that, like, the first poll is always a popularity contest. Still, though, I want to get back to this point, though. We're, we spent a lot of time on this, so I do want to move on, but we should finish it. Still, though, even the year before last year when Michigan and Penn State were bad, for the past couple of years, Michigan and Penn State are consistently top 15 teams. Well, yeah, but that at the beginning – like no, Penn, even Penn State last year was eight, and they we're, sucked. We're not talking about. I'm. I went past last year to prove my point more because last year is in Indiana, like we said earlier. But again, two years ago, Penn State was good. Three years ago, Penn State and Michigan were good. the The big, the Big Ten side with Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State has historically been the better side. I, I think mean, most Big that. Ten. Most, I like how we just don't talk about Iowa. Well, because Iowa kind of sucks. Uh, dude, Iowa's supposed to be good next year. For some reason, I don't know how Iowa's supposed to be good, but they're somehow supposed to be good. Yeah, but they're going to lose to Indiana week one, and it's not going to think. Them. I do think we'll win that game. I really do. I think we're going to kill them. They're not going to be good. But they're going to be ranked higher than us. Yeah, they will be, so but they good. shouldn't be. It's a popularity be. contest. But again, we're going to come into the year having... But again, it's not going to be a popularity contest for long because we're going to come into the year having two top 15 wins in our first four weeks. Potentially two top 10 wins in the first four weeks. I don't think Iowa cracks the top 10. I think they're like 13. I think coming into that, Matt, my guess is we're 12. They're 13 coming into the matchup. Since he's probably seven. And we're... In polls. I've seen us like going down to like 17, 18. Yeah, but it's gonna sky. We're gonna skyrocket back up in a few weeks because once people see Michael Penix looking like the baller that he is, do you think he'll come back? Well, oh, I think he's gonna die. I think he'll come back well until he tries to run and tears his ACL for a third time. Yeah, if he <coughs> he's not gonna he's not gonna go to the NFL. I'm sorry, he can't. No, no NFL team. As much as I love Penix, as good as I think he is, I don't think an NFL team is gonna touch him for coming off of two torn ACLs. Like, he's torn the same ACL twice. That's too big of a risk. I mean, he might be like a seventh-round draft pick or something. But If he gets picked, he'll be in the fourth round uh, because people will want him. It's either someone's going to want him high and take the risk or no one's going to want him to a free agent. Dude, a lot of IU players last year, I, I can't believe WAP didn't get drafted. WAP's not that good. WAP shouldn't have gone to the NFL. Okay, WAP should have stayed one more year, if we're being honest. WAP, no. Here's the thing is, WAP made the right, in hindsight, WAP made the right call because he probably would have been the fourth or fifth option on this team. That is true, and if he can be a free agent coming off a good year. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing is, WAP wasn't NFL ready, but he's also, he was going to be behind Fry Fogel again. He was going to be behind DJ Stewart, the four. I think that's the, that's the Florida transfer, right? I think that's his name. I'm not sure what his last name is. It's DJ Matthews. DJ Matthews. I mix Parker Stewart. Yeah, I mix him and Parker Stewart's last name up. DJ Matthews. Miles Marshall is going to be ahead of him because he was exploding at the end of last year. And then I think we had a good – I think we had a decent freshman come in. Oh, yeah. We had like a four-star come in. Yeah. So he was going to be way on the death chart and not get as many targets. Dude, what what is – is – if Penix is gone, like, Penix has, like, what, two, three years of eligibility remaining? I think two. Because he basically gets, like, a, like a redo pause. 
um, because of COVID. Yeah, and I think he redshirted the first time he tore his ACL. I don't even know. That, dude, the whole entire redshirt thing is just a mystery. I don't get it either. But here's the thing is, even if Tuttle is our quarterback, which I don't like, I feel good about the offense this year with him at the helm because he'll be a little more confident in himself with another with actual starts under his belt and he's very time. Peyton, he's very Peyton Ramsey-esque. Well, here's the thing is, even that, I don't know if he's going to be Peyton Ramsey good. But no, but like very game manager. Yeah, that's fair. But, I mean, you got a five-star running back now. You've got Peyton is, Hendershot you he's back start? in time. Yeah, he's going to start. You think so, dude? I, dude, I feel like he can ball out. I think he was is going to be good, not five star good, but I think he's going to be better than he was at USC. I just think USC was a bad fit for him. He got hurt a little bit too. Yeah. All right, Jesus Christ, we spent way too much time on college football. No, but like, <clears throat> I'm always I'm always down to talk IU football. I know, but we got we do have other sports to talk about. We got the NBA playoffs on right now. I feel like that needs to be a big or NBA or NHL playoffs right now need to be a big point of conversation. Otherwise, we'll talk for three hours about college football. I mean, we could do that, dude. This podcast, this is a mini podcast to begin with. Yeah, we we went very long. Let's take an ad break. Come back and talk some talk some playoffs and a little baseball. All right, we'll be right back. Our playoffs and a little baseball and a little Euros. And we're back. Back and better <clears throat> than ever. Woo. All right, guys. So we're going to do something a little new here. So as some of you could tell from our last episode, I know a whole lot more about the MLB than Daniel does. And Daniel knows a whole lot more about the NHL than I do. So Daniel's going to walk you through the NHL playoffs right now while I try to make some commentary. And then I'm going to walk you through the MLB current situations while Daniel makes some commentary too. Daniel, take it away. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you consulted me on this. I texted um, you this. Oh, yeah, I saw it. Sure. Um, so, let's see. Um, I guess I'm doing this. The NHL playoffs. The greatest show on ice. Bro, there's like four. There's literally four teams left. I think you could talk about this for 30 seconds easily. Okay. The, uh, the NHL playoffs. The greatest show on ice. What do I tell you about the NHL playoffs? Basically, hockey is just a complete sport of just unknown madness and people basically flicking some big-ass metal block of rubber and just shooting it at, at a guy in pads. And hopefully it goes past him. Um, it is soccer, but instead of kicking it, you hit it. And it's on ice. Um, so what do you need to know about the NHL playoffs? Um, the NHL playoffs are actually pretty sick. Like, they're actually pretty dope. Um, I might just talk about the current series, buddy. I didn't mean to teach people what fucking hockey is. Well, dude, sometimes some Americans are ignorant. We got to make sure that everybody's on the same page. I think if you're listening to this podcast, you at least know what hockey is. I'm... Anyway, so the biggest hockey game of all time was in 1980. Um, and that was at the Olympics. And that was when, uh, when the U.S. beat the soviet union no they were like the republic of russia or whatever anyway so what's been going on in this year's nhl playoffs well basically the knights and the canadians are kind of balling out um it's one one in that series uh canada came from the canada region and they basically whooped everybody's ass right 
And the knights came from like the western region. And Frank is making so much noise right now. Sorry. It is my dishwasher is making a noise. I'm just bending down to see what it is. Anyway. Okay. So so the knights came from the west and the west was like the had all like the best teams. They had the Avalanche were like projected to win the entire thing, but the Knights said like no way. And that was kind of cool because basically so like I'm from Vegas and like I grew up a big Knights fan. Doesn't really grow up. Grew up, the Knights didn't exist until two years ago. Four years ago. It's because of course, of course once I leave Vegas they get a professional sports team and like that's just how the world works. I just missed it. Um games are very fun though. But I digress. So basically the Knights are like this super cool, super fun and they're like they're they'd have like the most experience of any NHL team. So like basically vegans vegans? Las Vegans? Las Vegas La, people? La the Las Vegas peeps. Um uh they've been like spoiled. But anyway, that's not the point. But they've been really good. So um that is a great series. Excuse me. Um but yeah, that's been a good series. But because like, the Canadians won like seven straight games, and the Knights won like five, but then they both kind of split, so all both those streaks are done. Um, and there is the third game of the series at one one right now, and that's tonight at eight. So I'm um, recording this on um, June eighteenth, and um, yeah, the third game is at eight o'clock on USA Network. And I don't think I've ever watched USA. Wait, USA Network? Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. It's an NBC affiliate or whatever. Wait, they're, they're the show so that... So. It's the show that had suits on it. That's what I was going to say. Suits. And I'm pretty sure... I think Burn Notice might have been on it. That, no, and also Archer. No, Archer was uh, FX. Archer's FX. Ah, oh, that's right. Dude, okay, which is... Okay, which is like the best like weird weird network? Like USA, um, FX, I would say CW is on a weird network. I don't think I don't think those are like real Here's networks. A, They're like is joke Comedy networks. Central a weird network? No, Comedy Central is just funny. Alright, then it's definitely FX and there's subsidiaries FXX. So I mean that shit has Archer, it has the league. That's oh my god, should I watch Always Sunny? So actually I have a I have a really important question for you. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're going to get back to sports in a minute in your question. Now I need to ask my question. You've never seen It's Always Sunny before? I've never seen It's Always Sunny before. Stop. Okay, we're done recording. Daniel's going to go watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Blah, blah, blah. See you later, guys. What? All right, and we're back. Daniel, you're watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia right now. Okay. Well, anyway, my my big question is... um. So I guess I I guess I now got the answer. Um, I so I just finished Superstore, and that's kind of been like my my show throughout um, for like the past eight months. This this random girl, um, I was at her place, and she started putting it on. And I'm like, okay, this is actually kind of funny, um, and I kept watching it. So I just finished it, and um, it was a great show. I highly recommend. But my question was, like, what shows do I need to watch? I started watching The Office because I never really liked it. Okay, um, but you've at least seen it before. I've seen the... I've seen I've seen some It's Always Sunny. All like right. Three- I'm going to rattle off shows to you, and you're going to tell me if you've watched them or not. Just yes or no question. Yes or no's. Okay. The Office. Yeah. 
Parks and Rec. No. Jesus fucking Christ. It's always sunny. No. Yeah, well, I, I've seen, again, like a few episodes. I can't name any characters. Oh, my God. I hate you. I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous of you. Arrested Development. Oh, best job. Um, let's see. Brooklyn Have 99. you seen Rick and Morty? Yo, I love Rick and Morty. Okay. You're also, gonna go I just got, so I just got an HBO account. Well, it's not my HBO account. It's this girl's name. It's this girl hey, 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 we're not, we're not, we're not putting that on blast here, so don't lose it. Our podcast about to get big. Um, no. So you're gonna go watch. It's always sunny in Philadelphia because it's one of the. What's it on? Is it on Hulu? It should be on Hulu. I know it used to be. Well, yeah, I should. I should also watch South Park. You've never watched South Park? I've never watched like South Park through and through. I've seen a fuck ton of episodes. Jesus. Okay. Well, here's what I'd say. Watch It's Always Sunny, then South Park, and then go through the light, then go through the lighter humor of Parks and Rec. That's what I'd say. Dude, okay, I've also okay, so I've watched I've watched a ton of, of South Park, but I, I just haven't I haven't like watched it in order. You need to watch it in order to get some of the jokes and understand some of the stuff. It's twenty three seasons. Yeah. Took me a long time, but I've done it twice actually. You've watched so- it through twice? Jesus. I've even seen the I've even seen the episode that got removed from that's gotten removed from all the streaming services because I saw it before it did. Which one? It's I can't remember the name of it, but basically there's this plot point where Cartman is gets duped by this teenager named Scott Tennerman into buying pubes. So all throughout the episode, he keeps trying to get revenge on Scott Tennerman through different pranks, and the kid keeps getting the better of Cartman and pranking him back. So the episode, the last part of the episode is Cartman plays his final prank, which is the Chili Con Carnival, where basically he kills the kids, he gets the kids' parents killed, turns them into chili, and feeds them to the kid. (laughs) So the band episode is the kid comes back for revenge and reveals to Cartman that the kid, the guy he killed, the kid's father, the kid's got Cartman's father, was also Cartman's father. So Cartman got his own father killed and fed him to his half brother. And then at the end of the episode, Cartman's crying and everyone thinks, oh, it's because he got his brother or he got his dad killed. And he's like, no, it's because I'm ginger. Okay. <laughs> and that's the band episode. Wow. Wild. Amazing. All right. But yes, you're going to watch those shows. I think we should get back to a little sports talk because we still have a shit okay, ton so to hockey. cover. So basically, the Knights are good. Um, so are the Canadians. So it's going to be a good series. Um, so, but if the if the Knights win that, I might be able to go to a Stanley Cup final game, which would be huge. That would be very cool. That would be very cool. I've only been to a Western Conference Finals. Ugh, I'm like a poor person. Um, All right, and no, now let's but... talk the let's talk the Eastern Conference Finals a little bit. But there's another series. So then, yeah, blah blah blah. The Lightning are playing the Islanders. Lightning are up two one. Basically, Tom uh, Borelli um, is fucking loving life at Barstool. Frankie um, Borelli. Frankie Borelli. Um, so he's loving life, but I think the Lightning are gonna get out of that. So I think it's gonna be a Knights Lightning Stanley Cup, which I don't know who would win that. All right, that'd be a good series. That would actually be wild because uh, so, I've, I've I've been to a Knights Lightning game and then Knights won, so it was pretty. High. The Lightning are the most infuriating franchise to me in all sports. Do you know their bullshit they're doing in their game? How if you buy tickets at a certain level, 
they kick you out for wearing our teams, the away team's jersey because it's against their rules. That is the softest fan base in sports that they had to put in the rules. You can't sit in the lower level in the away team's jersey. Like, but you can't sit in. Yes, Why you not? can't. It's against the stadium's rules. They made it. They put it that it's against their rules. That's kind of wild. I've never heard that before. Oh yeah, it's been a big story because a bunch of fan, uh, a dynasty kid got kicked out of one of the first round or one of their earlier round games for trying to come in with tickets they bought in another team's jerseys. They got kicked out, and they made a huge deal of it. Obviously, because they're like, "Yo, this is bullshit." I spent a lot of money on these seats, and you're actually going to kick me out right now? Jesus. That's kind of funny. But then, like, like, obviously, it's, like, the rules, so they can't really do that much about it. Yeah, it is the rules, but it's just a weak, weak rule for a fan base that you do that. I've been to fucking Yankee Stadium in a Red Sox jersey, and I didn't even – and, yeah, I got yelled at and hissed at, but, hey, that's fucking sports. That's supposed to happen. That's fucking fun. kicked out. I was – I got – I'm also going I'm going to a Cubs Red Sox no a Cubs Cardinals game on the like 10th of July in Wrigley in Wrigley that would be really cool uh, all right well that's going to be our user transition by the way to talk a little MLB um so talking MLB the Cardinals speaking of the team you just brought up are one of the coldest teams in baseball right now they cannot get shit going they cannot Goldschmidt or Arenado and the whole lineup is ice cold and they have not been able to do anything for the team. And now they're not falling that far back in the central race, but it's really hurting them because those are two of the best players in baseball. They should be doing a lot better than they are. Mm. And then you have the, in the AL West, you have one of the hottest teams and the hottest players in baseball you got the Oakland A's who have just been on a tear lately and who have legitimately certified themselves as one of the best teams in baseball, which is ridiculous that the Moneyball teams is now the best team in baseball or one of the best teams in baseball. Isn't and Billy? Then, no, Billy Bean retired, right? Yeah, he retired. So the story on that is this is not, it's not the full reason, but it's part of it. He's on the board and works with this investment group who was in taught, who was very close to buying a share of the Red Sox and then they were going to take them public. But the deal fell... So Billy Bean retired because the deal looked like it was going to close and everything was going to be good. But then the deal fell through, so he was kind of like shit out of luck and that's just with that group. Dang. But, I mean, I would have loved the Red Sox to be public, man. I would have, I would have bought a share of the Red Sox. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Wait, would it... Would the Red Sox, like, have a stock? Yeah, it would have been a stock. They would have been a publicly – it would have been Fenway Sports Group, which owns the Red Sox in Liverpool and the and the over in the – Oh, is that um, LeBron? Yes, LeBron is part of the Fenway Sports Ownership Group. Okay, interesting. He owns like a percentage. He's not even – he would have owned like me if I bought a share level. <laughs> I mean, he had, I know he has like a fuck ton of stock though. I mean, it's, it's literally like 8%. It's not – he doesn't own anything. 8% is a lot. What do you No, count? 8%. Oh, okay. That's a little bit. Different. I'm pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure it's one percent. I'll double check that. That's still a lot of money, though. <laughs> yeah, compared to what compared to John Henry, who owns a majority share in the largest one one of the largest brands in baseball in England. No. Okay, so um, if you, if you were gonna own a team, 
Like, if you're going to own any team, but it can't be, like, a really big team. Like, it has to be, like, a small market team. Um, Like, how, like, what would you, what would be, like, the first rule that you put in? Like, what team would you choose, and what would be, like, your first thing? Like, realistic. So, I have, I have, um, I have, like, Mark Cuban level, God level money, right? Yeah. I'm going to go by, I'm going to say a small market team. Can I count that? Are the San Diego Padres considered a small market team? Yeah, sure. Oh, I'm buying the Padres and I'm throwing God's money in an offense, and I'm putting God's money for someone like a Shohei Otani when he becomes a free agent, saying, "You, Tatis, and Mike Clevenger are going to go win me a goddamn World Series. Go, <laughs> please. That's what I'm doing. I mean, um, wait, is Dallas considered a small market team? I don't. Dallas is Star- a huge, DFW is a huge area. Yeah, I would. I would say. I'd say it's mid-market because the problem is it's hard to say it's small market when you have Luca, who's the base star in the NBA, bringing so much attention to it. That's true. Um, I guess I would – Phoenix is, again, a huge city, but, like – Phoenix is – I think Phoenix is considered a small market team. Oh, thank God. Okay, I'm definitely choosing the Suns because – or is Vegas considered a small market team? No, Vegas is – Vegas would be huge. Vegas. They- it's just basically... stay with Suns. Let's not like let's not question all the markets. You said the Suns. Let's just stick with the Suns. Okay, I would say I'll stick with the Suns. And the first thing I would do as owner of the Suns would be um uh uh get a ooh no I already have two superstars. Um I would why not get a third or a fourth? I would get LeBron James to come to Phoenix. That's the last thing I would do if I were in the NBA. No, I would. I would. LeBron, here's the thing: is LeBron is still a very talented player, but I think he distracts too much and wants too much attention that I think it would hurt developments of guys like Devin Booker and Aiden. Some need the... a vet big man to like to like really get him through. I don't know who I would pick, honestly, because so we have you have uh, DeAndre Aiden, who's a really good five, but that means you need a four, and um, honestly, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis to Phoenix might be a good move because there you go. I'm trying to think who else, who's like, who else is like a Tyson Chandler? I don't think he's in the league anymore. Um, all right, or like uh, Andre Drummond on the Suns would have been a really good deal. Andre yeah. Drummond on the Suns would have been huge. Or DeAndre Jordan or Blake Griffin when they were no, 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 Andre Drummond. Because he's a rebound machine. No, Blake Griffin would have been fantastic. I know it was Chris Paul still, but Chris Paul's in the Suns. Never mind. <laughs> well, yeah, no, because if you have Chris, if you have Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Mikael Bridges, um, and then um, you have Mikael well, Bridges, City and then Andre 2.0. Drummond, and then and then DeAndre Ayton. That's a power five. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so back to the MLB. So then the other thing I was going to say is. Max Stassi, the catcher of the Angels, is having – or it might be Stassi. I don't really know if they have the right Stassi, pronunciation. He's having one of the hottest runs in a while right now. I feel, feel like he deserves a shout-out because he's so just underappreciated because he's on a team with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani that even when he's performing at Wait, the is level Sho- he is – Is Shohei Otani, like, actually playing well now? I mean, he is the front-runner. He is the front-runner for the AL MVP. Dang. Um, here, I will get you his exact stat line because it is absurd. Like, 
Oh, and then I want to say another. Hello? Franklin. We have lost Franklin again. Oh, my gosh. You want to know? What? Oh, yeah. Wait, are you back? Yeah, it went weirdly disconnected for a second. All right, well, I was just singing to myself, so... Do you want to know how many RBIs um, Jacob DeGrom has versus Earn Runs? Tell me. He has five RBIs this year and four earned runs. What? Yeah. He has more RBIs than he's given up runs as a pitcher. Wait, what about, like, unearned runs? Unearned runs, I don't know. No one, people don't really track that. He's given up four runs all year? Four earned runs all year. What? How many games has he pitched? A lot. He's that good. Jacob DeGrom is that good. Wait, what's his win-loss? Um, okay, so Jacob DeGrom has pitched is six and two on the year. And he's given up with four runs. Eleven games started, so he's three no decisions. His innings pitch is sixty-seven. He's given up four earned runs total. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jacob DeGrom is that good. Damn, and then show it here. Here are Shohei Watani's stat line for the year so far. He has 19 home runs, 47 RBIs on a 270 batting average. And then I got to find where I can. A 270 over. batting average is good, right? Yes. I got to figure out where I can switch to his pitching on baseball reference. Give me a second. Baseball reference does not want to be kind to me right now. No, I don't want his career pitching. I want his 2021 pitching. Hang on, guys. Show me and baseball reference are not getting along at all, and it's going to make me really, really mad. Okay, here we go. I can only get his pitching logs, but he's been pitching very well, not getting a lot of losses and not giving up a lot of runs. Damn. He's a frontrunner for MVP. So then one more thing I want to talk about in the baseball side of things is the fact that baseball betting is going to make me – baseball betting on futures makes me want to throw everything I own out a window. Wait, why? <laughs> so right now, the New York Yankees are 36-32. and 32. They're six games back of first place. They are – how many games back with a wild card? They are four games back of the second wild card, five and a half of the first one. Jesus. And they are given the best chance to win the AL still. <laughs> really? Yes. It infuriates me to no end. They are five and a half games of, out of second place in their own division. Did you bet and on the they, Yankees to win the AL? No, I'm a Red Sox fan. I'd rather shoot myself in the head than do that. <laughs> okay. It pisses me off that the best, literally, in my opinion, the best team in baseball is the Tampa Bay Rays. And it pisses me off to no end that the Rays are getting so underappreciated and so undervalued because the Yankees have Aaron Judge. Oh, they're the best team ever because they have Aaron Judge. I don't. I haven't seen the Yankees not favored in a game in a while. Yeah, they're favored every night because they everyone thinks they're the greatest team ever, and they're going to be lucky to get third place in their end of it. They might get fourth place in their own division. Wait, the Blue so, Jays are really good. Wait, what was what was the streak? Weren't the Dodgers favored in like three hundred straight games or something? I don't know that for sure. They were 
they they were favored in I I will have my my myself the stat department. Um, yeah, well you say that. Well, you look it up and tell a story because there's one last stat I want to mention when you're looking that up, and that is the fact that the Diamondbacks haven't won a home game since April 25th. Jesus Christ. It is the most absurd thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, do you know how bad you have to be to lose that many games in a row? I'm going to get the exact number while you do that. Do, do, do. Oh, I can't find it anymore. Okay, yeah. so a- according to according to Frank Schwab of Yahoo Sports, the Dodgers have not been underdogs since 2019. Jesus. Um, the last 127 Los Angeles Dodgers games all have something in common. The Dodgers have not been a betting underdog in any of them. That is wild. That's got to go back to the 2019 World Series. Because they were, I know they were underdogs in those games. I think so, yeah. Against the, fact against they the were, Astros? No, that's the Red Sox. That's how I know for a fact, because I bet on the Red Sox. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was a little bit of talking baseball. Should we do talk? Should we end with the Euros or end with the NBA? Because we'll do the other one right now. Let's end with the. Both will be quick. Let's end with the Euros. All right. So the NBA, we got some battles right now. The Suns are just Jay chilling. Chris Paul with his coach. Fucking test. don't get me started on that. Okay. Yeah. That we're not going to let you rant because we ran for an hour. So we're going to skip it and I'll rant for an hour about the COVID protocol bitching. So right now we got the Sixers with the biggest choke job in recent playoff history when they lose tonight too. Probably probably as big as the 3-1 choke when they blew 21-point lead in the fourth quarter at a 2-2 point in the series. That's so bad. All you have to do is just slow it down and make two shots. I mean, it's ridiculous. Wait, wasn't it that it was Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid who only made shots in the second half, right? I thought Ben Simmons made one. No, he didn't. Ben huh. Simmons like didn't did know. not make a shot in the second half. Yeah, it was just those two then. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was ridiculous. They were ridiculously bad. And then the Jazz lost to the Clippers when they didn't have quiet. How did they lose? Dude, you told me straight up, like I could, I could look up the text that you're like, no, this I is know, like an absolute lock. Yeah, I, I was about to bet that game. I'm like, fuck it, I, I I could use twenty bucks. I thought the Jazz were a lock. Their their Jazz are still the better team with Kawhi, and I was like, oh no, Kawhi, they're gonna kill them. Well, I think the next game's tonight, right? Yeah, both the Sixers, uh, Hawks, and the Jazz Clippers play tonight. And I think the Jazz and the Sixers force game sevens, unfortunately. That's good for me, though. I'm telling you. I, 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 I gave you that nice little outline. You did. You did. But I don't want the Sixers to force game seven because I want the Sixers to go home. It would be really, really funny to watch them lose again. Wait. So, honestly, if, if like, Kyrie Irving is out um... – the the Hawks could make the NBA Finals. The Hawks could very much make the NBA Finals, which is crazy to think about. Because I, I mean, think, I think this is just also the, they could beat the Bucks. This is just me being dumb. Uh, I want divisions. There we go. It's just me being dumb and weird. Because of the playing games, four of the five teams in the Atlantic Division 
made the first made the playoffs. Just kind of crazy. Wait for in the Atlantic Division. It was in the NBA. It's the it's the Sixers, Nets, Knicks, Celtics, and Raptors. Jesus Christ! Yeah, Wait, because the Raptors, the, the Raptors did. The Raptors suck. Yeah, the Raptors are the fifth team. The four of the five teams made the playoffs. Hmm. Interesting. Which is really weird to think about, and I'm pretty sure that I think the West in the I think the Western Conference or the Suns Conference in the West that had, three. had a lot too. That had three. Um, um, the North. No, they had four. The Warriors like, are in the playing game. If you count the playing game, yeah, I'm counting. I mean, I count the playing game when the Celtics the Warriors won the, the playing game. <laughs> I mean, the Celtics won the playing game, so they kind of technically are both four of the eight teams. But yeah, sure. Oh yeah, because no, yeah, the Warriors were the eight seed, and then they lost to the Grizzlies, and then lost again to the Lakers. <laughs> no, I think they lost to the Lakers first. Yeah, they lost to the Lakers. But you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! What? A, wow! The the NBA playing games were an absolute fever dream. Yeah, they were. They were I don't think the they should do that again. I don't like when there's like playing games. Neither do I. Um, other NBA news. Two more quick stories. One. Kemba Walker was traded today. To, I saw it to the Thunder for basically yeah. nothing. Yeah, they, it was a salary dump deal for the Celtics. They gave them a first-round pick. Kem, they, Kemba wanted out because it didn't work out. It was a breakup, and they got rid of him. They brought back Al Horford in the deal, which is another huge contract, but whatever. And then the other story, the Pelicans might move in a couple years. I think they're either moving to back to Seattle or – Honestly, I could see Vegas too. Vegas could really use an NBA team. Well, the pro, I mean, if they do, then James Harden is requesting a trade right away to Vegas. <laughs> I think if they, I think, I, I, I think Vegas is going to have all four sports teams in by like the end of the decade. I don't think an NBA, I don't think they want an MLB team. I don't know where they would put a stadium because that that town they're, is crowded as fuck already. They're going to have to share a state. It's either going to have to be on the outskirts. Oh, my God. Be the, quote A's, unquote. the A's and Raiders go back to sharing a stadium. <laughs> that would be the best thing ever. That, uh, they, they both moved to the exact same city. Yeah, that'd be really funny. That would be so funny. Oh, and my then, gosh. No, they, they would never have that in a million years. An NBA team would work out well because they could just share the Knights Arena. Well, no, there. so T-Mobile Arena literally is like that's that was. I think it was designed to be a hockey stadium, but they host they host basketball games all the time. They host they host the Pac-12 tournament. They host the. I can't speak for the exact number. I'm actually going to Google see if I can find the exact number, but I know a lot of these teams share arenas with NBA teams. Oh yeah, all the time. Um, I don't know the exact numbers, but I'm gonna see if I can find it on Google. Wait, do do the Islanders? No, the Islanders play at um the Coliseum. I was trying to think. Um, okay, so this is as of the 2018-2019 season off the internet. You have Toronto Maple Leafs and Toronto Raptors, the Wizards and the Capitals. Um, there you also have the Kings, Lakers. Uh, I know, and I know. I'm getting Lakers. to them. They're farther on my. They're next, two more away on my list. The Nuggets and the Avalanche, the yeah. Kings, Lakers, and Clippers, the Nets and Islanders, the Mavericks and Stars, the Pistons and Red Wings, the Knicks and Rangers, 
the Bullhawks and Black, the Bullhawks, the Bulls and the Blackhawks, the Celtics and the Bruins, and the Flyers and the Sixers. So that's 11 teams. I'm surprised that the Suns and Coyotes don't share one. So am I, I guess. Well, like, the Coyotes also kind of suck. I think they have actually a pretty small arena. I mean, yeah, it's very easy to switch over to between the two. I mean, they used to show clips of it all the time when these both these cities wouldn't make the playoffs. I remember watching the, when I was little. I remember watching them switch it between ice and hardwood for a Bruins home and a Celtics home playoff game, and thought it was the coolest thing ever. So I mean, it is very doable, and I think it's very realistic, just space wise. If an NBA team went there, they would share T-Mobile. Just because, again, it's you want them in the actual city for tourist purposes, and there just isn't that much room they could do it. Oh, actually, you know what's funny about Vegas? You have three 10,000-plus uh, capacity arenas within a mile of each other. Four, yeah, they're, really. They're all on the strip, and the strip is tiny. Well, well it's not, not, not technically. So it's the it's a T-Mobile Arena, which is like a huge-ass arena. And then you have the MGM Grand Garden Arena, which is also above 10,000. And then you also have Thomas Mack, which is UNLV's arena, and that hosts like 15,000. Um, and then you also have the uh, Mandalay Bay Event Center. I think that hosts 8,000 or something. So really, like, there are so many just giant arenas within like a one-mile radius of each other. And like that's absolutely wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. All right, so finally to wrap this episode up, the the fucking Euros. The fucking Euros. So, I mean, yeah, the Euros are on right now. It's no World Cup. It's not cool. I'm so excited. I, I mean, I'm watching I'm watching maybe half a game a day. I mean, I'm betting on them all, so I'm watching. I mean, <laughs> we, I'm watching when I'm not at work, and I'm following. Even when I'm driving in my car between stores, I'm checking scores. Because, you know, I got to know. And, I mean, it's been pretty exciting so far. Belgium and Italy are probably the two best teams, with England being another good one. France is up there, too. France is two in the world. I didn't know Belgium was one in the world until yesterday. They played. Yeah, Belgium's really good. I didn't know. Belgium is really good. Because they don't – I feel like they don't have any, like, super, superstar players. But But you don't think – you don't think about it. And then, of course, talking Denmark, that Christian Eriksen injury, thank God he's okay. Yeah, thankfully he is discharged from the hospital. Like that's fucking yeah. absurd. I mean, he's off. He's obviously not playing in the Euros again. Yeah. But I wonder if he's ever going to play soccer again. I think he could play. I think he'll play again. I think after a while. Yeah. I, I, I mean, he probably won't play. He probably won't play again this year. But maybe, maybe by the World Cup in twenty twenty two. That would be big. Whenever he makes his return, that's going to be fucking insane. Qatar being in the World Cup is going to be really funny because they're just going to get their ass kicked by everybody. Oh my god! Wait, because if you're in the if you host the World Cup, you get an automatic entry, right? Yeah, like Canada, the twenty twenty six World Cup, Canada, the U S. and Mexico will all get bids. Dude, Canada's gonna get fucked up. Hey, you never know. Did you know that um, North Korea made the World Cup in twenty ten? Really? It's my favorite fun fact about it's my favorite fun fact about the World Cup because it's so random. North North Korea made the World Cup. I'll read you their scores because it's really, really funny. They played Portugal. Oh, God. And they got their asses kicked by Portugal. Four? Obviously. Four? I think it was five. Jesus Christ. Dude, group you... stages. 
I mean, how do you lose five L by being North Korea playing playing the best team in the world with the best player in the world at the time? I'm surprised it wasn't more. Okay, so they 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 lost five O to Portugal. So yeah, they were in a group group with Brazil, Portugal, and the Ivory Coast. What? The, and they're all I do. The Ivory Coast is actually really good at soccer. Oh no, there were. Oh, I always play them in the FIFA because they got great speed. So they lost two one to Brazil. Yeah, they scored against Brazil. That's kind 7-0 of seven zero to the North, seven zero to Portugal, and three zero to the Ivory Coast. Seven zero. You said five zero before. Oh, seven. I lied. Oh Jesus. Okay. I thought it was five, but it was seven. Okay. Well, that changes my perspective on everything. North well, they were, Korea. They were close against. They were close against fucking against Brazil. Yeah, they they scored, man. That's huge. It's better than I could do. Hey, that guy who scored a goal is probably the hero of the country. Yeah, he probably he probably is, honestly. But so right now for the Euros, we got uh, Scotland versus England on. I got under two and a half goals. They are tied zero zero in the seventy second minute. Oh shit! So, I was thinking that. Um, I know England was a huge favorite in that. They were like minus four hundred. Jesus to win! Wow. I mean, dude, tomorrow I was looking at it. The games tomorrow, you have uh, I think it's Portugal, Germany. You have France versus someone shitty, and Spain versus someone shitty. Spain and France are both minus three fifty to win, not to win or tie, just to win. In a sport where you can tie, Spain is minus three hundred to beat Portugal, and France is minus like almost four hundred to beat Hungary. Three hundred to beat Portugal. Poland, Poland, Poland. Poland, okay. Yeah. I messed it up. It's Portugal, Germany. Portugal, Germany. Yeah, dude, I'm going to have to watch these games tomorrow. God damn. Portugal, Germany will be a very, very exciting game. God damn. All right, shit. Well. No, the Euros are kind of fun when you have big matchups like that. But when you get teams like France versus Hungary, it's like, well, or no offense to my favorite country in the tournament because they're awesome. Why the fuck am I going to watch anyone play North Macedonia? <laughs> Okay, so I actually, for some reason, I don't know why, I am a very big France soccer fan. Like, I like to watch all their all their matches. I mean, they got a fun players. They got Mbappe. They got Mbappe. They have I don't I don't know I don't know any players. Oh, they have uh, Guzman. Guzman's really good. Um, but yeah, but I don't know why I've always I've always enjoyed France. That's like the only international team I'll watch, other than like the U.S. Because the U.S. Like, you better watch the U.S. The US or you're the US fucking actually, the U.S. is what are they? They're twenty in the world now, so like they don't suck. Yeah, we not... have to go through a weird way to get to the World Cup. Though we had to win like a we have to win a weird tournament. No, well we we just won the Concacaf Nations League or whatever. Yeah, and that doesn't get us into the World Cup, which is stupid. And then I think there's like the Gold Cup or whatever. I think I'll tell I I'll Google it again and tell you if we have to win. It's weird. I mean, but I want to get in. So I have to do it with the qualifying. So to get, so we're in the, okay, so this is the title from the Washington Post. U.S. World Qualifying is set, hazards away, which is not good. Um, Where's the qualifying table on here? Oh, fuck you, Washington Post, for not having the table. So we, we have to play El Salvador, Jamaica for qualifiers, I guess. Hmm. Okay. It's in, okay, so the World Cup venue fixtures. What the fuck? This, again, that's not what I want. At least so anything, anything's better than a Trinidad and Tobago. We're in a tournament or qualifying with 
El Salvador, Canada, Honduras, Jamaica, Panama, Costa Rica, Mexico, Jamaica, El Salvador, Can- Canada, Honduras, Mexico, Panama, Costa Rica. That's our schedule. That's just fucking absurd. <laughs> I don't know how it works, what happens, or any of this shit, but yeah, those are the teams you have to beat. Sounds sounds good. Sounds fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not good for the U.S. Well, I mean, there's not they're not like tough teams. I don't I mean, think. We gotta, through, we gotta go through Mexico and Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Most Costa used, Rica has our fucking number. <laughs> yeah, Costa Rica used to be getting players, and I'm sure Jamaica is usually decent. Jamaica's normally fine. I mean, Jamaica. I remember we beat Jamaica one year, and it was like a huge deal. Yeah, because we suck at men's soccer. I don't know why we suck at men's soccer. Because I feel like there's so many people here who play soccer. Yeah, just not good. They're just not. They're just not good. <laughs> They're not as good as these people in the other countries. I mean, look at Germany. Germany fucking dominated for years. Now they're losing all their good people. Germany dominated. Brazil always fucking dominates. Yeah, but they don't win the World Cups. They don't really dominate. They're always, like, dominant. That's true. I always expect them to win. I mean, Belgium being good, it came out of fucking nowhere. Um, I, I'm acting like I know something about about soccer. I don't. <laughs> we, hey, we know everything about soccer. We are I, the number one... You're the number one Euros 2020 and 2021 podcast. I don't think that's technically correct, but I'm honestly on board. No, we are the number one Euros 2020 and 2021 podcast. I'm calling it. All right, fuck it. Okay, dude, so there's a show. So I'm watching golf right now, and it's called College Bowl. And Yeah, has, I've seen ads for it. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to watch it or not. I'm not, it's not part of it. Yeah, that's also true, dude, because fucking when the IU guy over quarantine, when he was when he was um, on Jeopardy, I got into it. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, th- there is nothing I want to do less than watch Peyton and Cooper Manning host a trivia show between colleges when IU is not in. Like, I do not want those two guys are dumbasses. I don't want to watch them try to host a trivia show. Fucking Peyton and Cooper, man. They don't know the answers. Peyton Manning probably can barely read the questions. They can barely fucking read the questions. Whatever. On that note, guys, I think that is enough for this episode. Yeah, that's enough of me talking. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Drop a Deuce podcast. My name is Daniel Keenis. I'm here with my co-host, Frank Todd. Frank, do you have any last words? See ya. Sweet, sweet relief. Easy words.